Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome, welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. Because of the greater glory, my guest experienced one of the most incredible and medically documented miracles I've ever investigated. That same incredible miracle working greater glory is here. I have uh, just met my guest, William McDowell. William, yes, sir. do you carry that presence of God wherever you go all the time? <laughs> I, I try to live in a way that, that honors him that way. I mean, I, wherever I, when I've been with you all day, the, the presence of God is all over you. Mm. One of my intercessors said they saw a healing angel right behind you. Let's take you back to where well, you were raised in church, uh, but at age 10, your mom went on a business trip, went mm -hmm. to a church very different than the type of church that she had yeah. gone to. Tell me what happened to her. She had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Uh, she was filled with the Spirit uh, out there in California. Uh, she said, we have to go back. And so uh, she actually, during our, our spring break, now I was a young man, I was only 10 years old, uh, during spring break, took me out to California. And, and one of the things we, we, we experienced was a healing service. It was the first time I'd ever seen one of those. Uh, it's the first time I'd ever seen anyone, uh, you know, fall out under the power of, uh, power of God. And I, I, as a 10-year-old, I was a little scared uh, of what I was witnessing at the time. Uh, but as she kept saying to me, you know, I, I, I was a chronic asthmatic and uh, dealt with asthma and had been hospitalized for it and a number of things. She kept saying, I believe you're going to be healed. I believe you're going to be healed. You know, please go up. Please go up. And, and I, of course, me watching people fall out on the floor, I'm scared to death. Uh, but but I, I went up. You're a obedient uh, kid. I would have never gone. Oh, <laughs> scared out of my mind, but obedient. Right? I was raised well. Um, but but I, I went up and, and was prayed for, and the Lord healed me uh, of asthma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was also filled with the Spirit in that same trip. And then this hunger was there now yeah. as a 10-year-old, yeah. uh, but then uh, a little later you get a hold of, several years later you get a hold of a book that I read by Tommy Tenney yeah. called God Chasers. Yes. What yes. happened with the hunger level? It, it increased exponentially. Uh, a pastor friend gave it to me and said, you need to read this book. And I remember reading uh, the first couple of chapters. Uh, I remember at the time, I read the first couple of chapters about, you know, obviously the encounter that, that led to the writing of the book itself. Uh, and as I read that, I closed that book and I said, God, I'm not going to leave this room until I encounter you this way. I know for me it's a little overwhelming when I sense his presence, but for, for me, I, I stayed in that room for three days without eating because I wanted to encounter God. You, you were desperate. Yeah, yeah. But then in 2001, you're so desperate for God's glory, yeah. and he gives you a sign. What was that? So I was at a church. Um, and at this point, talking about the move of God is, is my chief passion. It, it's, it's, I want to see it. I want to see it in my life. I want to see it in my generation. So I'm talking with... It's not old because I see fresh tears coming down. Oh, it's fresh. Your face. It's fresh. 
um, so I'm, I'm talking about the move of God, really what I want to see in our generation. And as I'm talking about it, um, I felt this strangest sensation I've never felt in my life. I'm a man, clearly, even though I'm crying. <laughs> and um, takes a man to cry. Yeah. I, uh, I felt something like a baby leap inside of me. I, I literally felt something move inside of my belly. And uh, it was the weirdest thing ever because I never felt anything like that. And I, the person I was talking to said, these are his exact words, dude, did you feel that? And so me being a little weirded out, I said, feel what? He said, did your baby just leap? And uh, yeah. I, uh, but, but 15 years later, you 15 felt years the later. same yeah. exact birthing. So now, so now we are, we've planted our church, Deeper Fellowship Church in Orlando, Florida. And uh, God's, you know, he moves there. Um, we experience his presence. But there was a particular Sunday where I just, I, there was just this, the best way I can describe it is an unease. I just knew that God wanted to do more. Right before I was getting ready to get up to speak again, um, for the first time, 15 years later, I feel that, that thing leap inside of me again, that, that baby. And so I try to get up and explain to our people what just happened to me. Uh, and of course, I know I sound weird, but I, just like now, I start weeping. Uh, and and I, I, I could barely talk uh, beyond my tears. And, and my best friend, Caleb, who happens to be uh, our associate preaching pastor, uh, he, he, he shouted out, because he knew the story before. He said, it's happening. And uh, at that moment, I mean, I just began to weep. And at that moment, what happened in our church, this was on May 22nd, 2016, has totally changed everything about the way we live, about the way that we talk, about the way that we walk. Um, but this was really the beginning of an outpouring. Uh, people um, begin to literally run to the front of our church, fall on their face and weep. And we stayed there for hours weeping before the Lord. And I remember uh, my, my, my thought as a, as a person who's hungry for God, I was thinking, this is awesome. This is amazing. My thought as a pastor at the time was none of the visitors are ever going to come back. Because <laughs> this, this literally, this is, see, this is what I was thinking, really. I was really thinking this, and this was a, a true thought. I said, okay, try to explain. Uh, how, how does a visitor explain what happened? So I went, and they did worship and then the pastor, who's a man, got up and said he felt a baby, and then he started crying. And, and, but, but you know what happened? I, I, I almost, almost, um, almost embarrassed, you know, of, uh, glad that it was happening, but almost embarrassed for thinking about the, the unbeliever in the room. I, I, I dis, I, after hours, people are still laid on the floor, but I did a soft dismissal. Just, you can, you can go home if, if you feel so led. And the Holy Spirit convicted me in that moment because I remember it would have been hard uh, to explain the outpouring in Acts 2, except for the fact that Peter got up and began to give prophetic context to it. And immediately, 3,000 people moved from convert, confusion to conversion because they basically said, I want in on that. Whatever that is that's going on, I want in on that. And so I literally, I stood up and I, and I gave prophetic context of what was happening. And I said, if you're still here after all of these hours and you don't know the Lord, it's because you want what's happening. And people literally begin to run to give their life to the Lord. Yeah. 
What we've seen as a result of this has been absolutely phenomenal. Hundreds and hundreds of people being healed without there ever being a healing service in our church because of his presence. Um, when, when the healer is present, healing is available. I want you to posture yourself for his presence. Are you ready to hear one of the most incredible and medically documented miracles I've ever investigated. It all happened, this amazing miracle, with a phone call from Jason. Yeah, uh, on July 4th, um, I got a call from my friend Jason. I, he's really close to my friend. I call him a brother, but um, he, he said, I need you to, to you know, pray for my wife and take her to the hospital. Um, she, she really uh, is experiencing quite a bit of discomfort. They have uh, 10 children, and so I asked, <laughs> yeah, they're blessed. Um, and, uh, oh, how many children do you have? <laughs> I have five children. Are you going for 10? No, no I'm, I'm just going for 10. I'm going for 10. <laughs> We're going to grow the church one way or another. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he, he made this statement. He, he asked her, what's your pain level? And she said, it's at a 10. He said, any woman who's given birth to that many children, it tells you she's at a 10 level, get her to the hospital. And so they go to the hospital, and, and, and they believe that at the time she had spinal meningitis. So they wanted to transfer her to another hospital uh, to, to better take care of mm -hmm. her and the baby that was inside of her. Uh, but as they were transferring her to getting ready to put her in the ambulance, one of the nurses uh, came to Jason and said, hey, can I walk you to your car? I need to share something with you. Risking their job really, but they said, I know that they, they think that your wife, they, they, they told you they think it's spinal meningitis, but what they're actually looking for is an amoeba. Uh, an amoeba is a, a, a microorganism that enters the body and eats the brain. Uh, and it, it is, a, is a very... Eats the brain? Eats the brain. Um, it is a, a very serious uh, sickness. It's a very rare, uh, very rare sickness. Uh, in fact, the news just reported just recently, there's only been 145 cases of this particular uh, amoeba in the history of the United States states with only four people who have lived. Uh, and so they, they took her to the other hospital. By the time they get there, they have her in a neurocritical unit. He calls me again and he says, you know, we need to pray that it's not this. And of course, around midnight, I get another call that, 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 that she does have an amoeba. Uh, they begin to ask, you know, how did she get it? And she had gone to a lake swimming. And so they said, was anyone with you? And she said, well, you know, six of my children. Uh, so they said, well, how are the children called home? Uh, all six of the children were exhibiting the same symptoms. Uh, and so they, they rushed all of them to the hospital. And so now what they are saying is that they're expecting the life expectancy. Obviously, 97% of people who have ever gotten it passed away. And they passed away anywhere between 24 hours to five days. Uh, and so they were expecting that, that all of them were going to pass away. They're now saying, you know, CDC is involved. They're, they're, they're talking about, you know, the news outlets are going to be coming down to, to interview Jason, talk about, you know, how this man lost his whole family to an amoeba. Uh, what they wanted to do was they wanted to, they told her um, that we need to uh, deliver the baby that's in you, do an emergency C-section because the baby won't survive the amoeba, nor will the baby survive the medicine that we need to give you tomorrow, which they were going to uh, give her a powerful antibiotic that they, they were hoping would work. They said it had a 3% chance of working. Uh, what they wanted to do with her and all six of the kids was drill a hole in their head, oh. place them in an induced, medically induced coma, try to lower their body temperature in hopes that they could fight off this amoeba. Uh, but 
uh, in between the time that we received that news and the time that they scheduled to do that, uh, our church went into a significant time of prayer. Uh, and and I, I took the night watch. I stayed up all night. Uh, there was no way uh, that I could let that pass. And I remember uh, saying to the Lord, now Jason is also a great man of faith, and so he was praying as well for his own wife. and and. I remember saying to the Lord, we had seen so many miracles at that point, and, and I, I said, God, if you've given me uh, the gift of healing at all, please use it now. Uh, because it was one of those moments where I, what the enemy wanted to do was roll seven caskets in our church and say, after all of these miracles, look what I did. Uh, but, but the Lord intervened, and 24 hours later, without any medicine being administered, all seven of them were healed. I know you said how few get here, but within 24 hours, this, what did the doctor is, say this about is, that? This is very, very important because I just saw this on a major news outlet uh, just recently uh, where they talked about the four, the only four known people uh, have been right. healed of this. But there are more people in the history of the United States, there are more people healed of this in our church, in one family, than in the combined history of the United States of America. The doctors, the doctors, the nurses are absolutely amazed. Uh, anytime the children go back now, the whole hospital knew about it because this was about to be a national news story. So they all look at that family and say, I remember that. I remember you. And here's the amazing thing. There, were, there was a lot of specialists, a lot of nurses, a lot of doctors. How they were told that, that they were cleared of the amoeba is um, Jessica woke up. Uh, Jessica, the, 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 the mom, the wife who had it, she woke up and, and sitting on her bed was a nurse that had not been a part of the process at all, uh, a doctor that had not been a part of the process at all, she opened up her eyes and the nurse looked at her and said, did you hear the news? And she said, what news? He said, no amoeba. And then from that point forward, they never saw that person again. Yeah. Well. I'm so glad that he's normal. I wish the whole world was normal. You want to see an example of what's happening now? In the last two years, I've seen so many significant miracles that I can't even count them anymore. It's somewhere between 300 and 400 significant miracles that I've seen happen with these two eyes. There's a lady in this room. Her name is Miss Pam. Where are you? Now, when you see her walk up here, that might not mean anything to you until I tell you that she used to be paralyzed. We are talking about the evidence of the greatness of God. She had a stroke that paralyzed her, but today,
Father, right now in this atmosphere. We speak to every sickness and disease, and we command by the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed. Whether you're in this room, whether you're watching, whether you're listening, we've seen the healing power of God now. Nothing's too hard for the Lord. Everything's easy for him. And so in the name of Jesus, sickness be healed. In the name of Jesus, sickness be healed. Pain be gone. Arthritis be healed. Lupus be healed. Cancer be healed. Tumors be healed. Paralysis be reversed. In the name of Jesus, we say, rise up. Take up your bed and walk. Move your legs. Walk, woman of God. Walk, man of God. In Jesus' name. something you said to me. You say, Sid, people don't come to my church for miracles. People come to my church because of the presence of God. We've adopted a mentality that he's not in our presence, we're in his. Um, and, and that changes. That changes your disposition and your posture because we're not done until he is. Uh, it reminds me of a song on your new CDs that we're making available. Yes, sir. Stay. Yes, Tell sir. me about that song. This song is so deeply personal uh, to me uh, and to our church. I feel like it's our story wrapped did, up. In did this you song. write it? I did. Uh, and so for us, we've, we've, it's, it's a disposition that we have to say we, we're asking him to stay. And so really, the song encapsulates uh, both what what we've experienced just by sitting in his presence and then the cry of our heart is that we don't ever want it to end. We just want him to stay. Now let's go to the worship service and the very moment that stay was recorded. Testify. I know what it's like to be in the presence of the Lord.
Pastor and renowned worship leader, Leah McDowell says, the manifest power and presence of God is not a thing of the past, it's happening now. If you're missing the wonder and the power that the early church had, then this powerful resource is a must have for you. You'll get William's brand new and exclusive two disc worship album, The Cry, which is filled with impartation and glory. This special edition contains an extra 40 minutes of music that is exclusively for our messianic vision and its supernatural audiences. William is also preparing a powerful and anointed two-part message called Positioned for the Miraculous. And we're also including William's book, It's Happening. All of this for an investment of only 39 U.S. dollars. That's right, only 39 U.S. dollars. This is a one-of-a-kind offer that you will not find anywhere else. So be sure to order yours today. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. Once again, that's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website, sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9600. That's offer number 9600. 